0: Your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.
1: The National Transport Authority has published its final new bus network for Limerick following an extensive review of the existing network you might remember back in i think february time uh, they uh, published a draft and we were talking about it at that point uh, and uh, that draft has been finalized now so live 95's Nigel Dugdale keeps a close eye on all of these things he was reporting on it yesterday online across our socials and on FM for live 95 news and he is with me now in the studio good morning to you Nigel good morning, Joe. Now there's a lot in this and we will will get to some of the detail but let's get to the bottom line for a lot of people listening this morning we have O'Connell Street Mm -hmm. in Limerick City Centre the main thoroughfare it's been in the news a bit Mm -hmm. over the last couple of years and the project well the first phase of that project there's another phase to come on the works on O'Connell Street were finally completed in the early autumn so that's that What is going to happen, according to this plan, about
2: buses and cars on O'Connell Street? So when I saw the plan come out yesterday I had to have a look at various maps and um, a number of years ago there was when Connell Street was first being debated as to what would happen with it and how the works would be complete there was a lot of a push for maybe two or three blocks of O'Connell Street might be pedestrianised because the idea was that you might take all, all cars off the street and you'd have a boulevard then where people would be centre of that and there was pushback against that and at the time I remember there being questions why are they not willing to just jump to that stage and you know, let's work on it Full pedestrianisation uh, uh, Full pedestrianisation Organization. And uh, then this Bus Connect thing started to come out and then there became talk that O'Connell Street might be treated as a two-way bus corridor, which means that buses would go up one side and buses would come down the other, which would mean that cars would be removed from the street, but you'd actually have it with buses. A bit like on O'Connell Street in Dublin, you see a lot of that. The buses are flying up and down that and I think cars can go up, but it's predominantly buses. So yesterday when this review came out, I was looking at this and O'Connell Street is mentioned in the new Bus Connects as being one of the central thoroughfares for buses to get through the city from all sides coming from the Ennis Road coming from Castle Troy coming from Dora Doyle and um, in order to answer your question I had to sort of do a, an exercise of tracing my finger along the routes and one of the routes in particular was is the number four route that's in this new plan now this would take you from around University Hospital Limerick to UL and it simply goes from UL to Dora Doyle and back down O'Connell Avenue down O'Connell past the O'Connell Monument and down O'Connell Street and I asked the question in my head it's not a loop so if you're going to go from A to B and then from B to A on O'Connell Street, you're going to have to go in both directions. And that's the way they have it here. So I sent uh, an email or I got in touch with the NTA and I just asked... It's National the Transport National, Authority. Sorry, yeah, I know, I would throwing out all of these names. So I threw out a question to the National Transport Authority. I just said, look guys, could you just let me know what's happening with O'Connell Street? And um, I got a response back um, from an NTA, National Transport Authority spokesperson, and we'll decipher this one now in a second, but as much as possible proposed service would be consolidated into a single north-south path on O'Connell Street and an east-west path using William Street and Roaches Street. Uh, Reliably operating services on O'Connell Street, Roaches Street and William Street will require a review of car circulation and bus priority. The NTA and Nimerick City and County Council will collaborate on this review as part of a transport plan. So they didn't rule out and I've spoken to a number of people in relation to O'Connell Street, it does look, if this plan is to be rolled out in the city centre, you will have a two-way bus corridor on O'Connell Street. I'm reading from that response that they're suggesting that you might have one single lane of buses, but they might be going both ways. I don't know how that'll work, whether you'll be able to time it with traffic lights or whatever. It doesn't make sense to me. However, interestingly, we do have buses coming down Henry Street at present. There is a bus stop outside Dunn's. There is no bus stop or buses going down Henry Street as part of this new plan. All bus routes currently going down Henry Street will now use O'Connell Street to get into town, which means there is the potential. I'm throwing this out. I'm reading between the lines. Henry Street is almost three lanes of traffic at the moment. It's one directional. You could potentially see Henry Street revert back to a two way uh, street and that would accommodate traffic who do need to come up. But I do get a sense they're trying to stop the city centre being seen as a throughway for cars and you would maybe use the likes of Mulgrave Street up around the station to come in from one side of the city, you'd be using the Children's Road, if you're coming from um, the Ennis Road you'd be using the Dock Road you'd be using possibly Henry Street so the answer to your question is we don't fully know yet and, and I know we'll be talking to people later on who might have a bit more knowledge but it is a sense at the moment that O'Connell Street will be a two-way bus corridor
1: Right Uh, And that would be from 2025. 2025. Let's ask uh, Councillor Conor Sheehan of the Labour Party, who's been listening to you, Nigel. Good morning to you, uh, Conor. Good morning, Joan. A very good morning to your listeners. So I think that was excellently explained by Nigel. Yes, Is that the way it's going to be? So no private cars on O'Connell Street in Limerick City Centre in the future? Well,
3: as far as I can see it, like they haven't ruled it out in relation to the two-way bus corridor which means in other words they're very much ruling it in and look we were warned about this when we approved the O'Connell Street plans. Um, a number of councillors at the time warned that that was the intention and, the, and that was queried with the executive at the time and and with the NTA at various occasions and While some people can claim that we were blindsided in relation to this, I don't think we actually were. I think this has been well warned. Um, I suppose that, like, the intention, obviously, there in terms of, you know, national climate policy is to reduce private car usage. We know we need to actually reduce private car usage because we need to bring down our transport emissions by 50%. And I suppose as a part of that, that will involve reducing the number of cars that we have in the city centre. I I mean, the city centre at any given moment, particularly at the moment with Christmas, is absolutely choked. You can't move in nor out. So it's not exactly, um, you know, a very, it's not exactly a very efficient way at the mm. moment to get in and out of uh, town Connor, in, can I ask in a you? private car.
1: Are the traders in the city centre going to explode with rage? Well,
3: this is the this this is a problem with consultation as well, Joe. I'm I mean this this final network essentially came like a bolt out of the blue yesterday at about half ten. I got a phone call from the Council's Director of Transport to say the Bus Connect's final network map is coming today and before you ask I didn't know anything about it either until I got a phone call. And I was just completely taken aback by but that. Brian, the, draft,
1: the draft's been out there since February.
3: The draft has been out there since February, but the final, the final map only came yesterday and there are changes in the final map compared to the draft that was there in February. All
1: right. Uh, let's ask Deputy Brian Ledden of the Green Party. He's on the line uh, as well. So, uh, Deputy Ledden, the prospect then of an awful lot of buses going up and down O'Connell Street, and, and you'd wonder about that in the context of wanting more people in, walking around, the, the journey towards pedestrianisation, and it seems no private cars from 2025, if we're to understand it.
0: Uh, morning, Joe, and morning. morning to all the listeners. Um, the Yeah, like Connor says, it, it has been well flagged, not just from February uh, of this year, but actually the various consultation phases for the Limerick Shannon Metropolitan Area Transport Strategy, otherwise known as ALISMATS. We've talked about it quite a few times, Joe, on this show. Uh, so it is flagged, but what is the objective here is to create a city uh, where people don't need to use their cars so much. So we have a long way to go in that regard, but uh, I think this is a step in the right direction. What we're looking at is a really significant improvement of our bus network and our bus services across Limerick uh, we're starting to see this kind of uh, system uh, being implemented in Dublin and it really is having a transformative effect uh, and you asked about you know would traders uh, be enraged by this I, I wouldn't think so or they shouldn't be because this is a more efficient system it's about getting more people uh, into the city centre uh, to spend their money to spend time in the city centre uh, and I think ultimately it is about creating a better city uh, 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 for the people who live there and uh, uh, and one that's attractive for people to come to as well. So I think it's not perfect. Uh, there's definitely gaps in this. Uh, I think Connor would probably identify some of those as well. Uh, but it is quite a significant step in the right direction. Okay,
1: and and look, there's a lot in the plan, as I say, and we want to get to that. We'd be interested, obviously, in listeners' views. WhatsApp or text us on 086123 9595. Very briefly, Nigel, before we go to the break, and we'll come back to you after that as well. It sounds like from Deputy Ledden. And Councillor Sheehan, that
2: your analysis of this is not off the mark. Well, I think um, you know I've talked to a lot of people about this, and it, and it is as simple as someone said to me yesterday: put your finger on the map, follow it through the map, and then bring it back again. And that's where the question is asked. And one of the routes in particular tells me that they're going to go both ways down O'Connell Street. And then the response from the NTA is basically saying the same. Now, they haven't said that they will have two-way, but they've said that they might have a two-way on one lane. I don't know how that'll work. Um, so, in other words, I do think that this has... And as the lads have said, this it is, has this been flagged. These, these, As
1: you said, this is these intelligent traffic lights. Well,
2: that will, I think that's the, going to be...
1: super-intelligent AI traffic light things that will tell you (laughs) whether it's you walking down, whether it's me in a car or whether it's uh, one of our friendly bus drivers. We
2: mentioned this the last time we spoke. I mean, if you look at areas like the parkway coming into the city along Clare Street, there are parts of the city that weren't designed to have large amounts of traffic and then a bus lane and a cycle lane because they're quite narrow. So you're going to have to find mechanisms whereby if a bus does come using new technology, it might signal to uh, a light that I'm on the way it stops the traffic, lets you through, and that means, Joe, that when you are on a bus, it means you are flying through traffic, waving at lads inside in cars, and saying, "I am getting there faster." And that's what makes people use public transport better.
1: Yes. Okay, stay with us, Nigel. Stay with us, uh, our uh, two politicians as well. We'll take a short break. As I said, there is a lot in the plan, so we'll talk about uh, those routes and frequency, and of course, really importantly, massively importantly, as has been pointed out repeatedly on this show, reliability of a bus connect system. So live 95s Nigel Dogdale is uh, with me. Deputy Brian Ledden of the Green Party and Labour councillor Conor Sheehan are on the line. And uh, listener says, uh, Joe, how can they make O'Connell Street two lanes and a bus lane when there's no room at the moment? As the footpaths are wider than the road. Well, I think Nigel's explained that they're, the point is they're going to take the cars off it, and then you're likely to have two lanes which you can fit of buses. Is that right, Nigel? Well, going up, no. and it seems to be what.
2: I mean, unless we can get thinner buses. <laughs> Uh, Ken has been a to say these
1: road plans are lovely and sound fantastic but put the infrastructure in place first except for making the main streets one way and creating the R55 behind Arthur's Key the roads from Henry Street the city has not changed at all we just can't close off a main artery and think we can use by roads to take the load off what the main roads can't handle if you ask any driver approaching the city from the Corbally side it's not great uh, can the people in charge speak with the public before they make these decisions and try
2: to be more realistic well actually they did speak with the public isn't that right there was a Look, public I mean, this is one of some... the big things that the lads will talk to you about this as well public consultation is for the public it's advertised it's spoken about we Roy, raised it on numerous occasions we did. and it's held in numerous locations if you don't leave your home and go to visit that consultation or you don't go online and submit a concern you're not part of the consultation and therefore you've not actively engaged. You can bring a horse to water, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, of course. Okay, well, look, give us a
1: sense then of some of the other stuff. I, I mean, people can see this plan online, isn't that right? It's online, but, yeah. But, it's but, on the live
2: uh, 95 website as well in terms of the, the web to go to. Give, give me a, a few, few of the few. other main points. But some of the main things that, look, the good stuff that comes from all of this, it's a redesign of a network and the aim for that is to try and make buses reliable as you spoke before. You're, you're building a new network of bus corridors and cycles Lanes that will help people move about. There's a new ticketing system. I think when you buy a ticket now, it'll be a 90 minute ticket. And I think from that, it means that your journey is valid for an hour and a half, therefore. So if you are moving from one bus to the next and you need to switch, your ticket is still valid. You don't have to buy another ticket for another bus. Uh, There's a cashless payment system being introduced, which is brilliant. You know more of this coins and people waiting at the front paying with coins. Um, There'll be a new bus library. So the buses will look, the buses will be renamed. They'll be much simpler. There'll be a simple number to bus. More electric buses. There will be electric. Electric buses, there will be a zero emissions bus fleet, is what we're calling those. There'll be bus stops and shelters created as part of it. And then there'll be park and ride services introduced. So this is important because when people talk about moving about, there will be new. Points around the city where, when you are driving, if you're coming from further afield, you'll be able to leave your car for free, pretty much, and then hop on a bus and get yourself into the city centre to work. So that's if you like are the here. land that's been bought at the Mackey Roundabout, I for think example, there was talk. There the, was yeah, talk last week of, of a park and ride, and then the final things are here is that. You know, the, the things that I, that really stood out to me were things like there's a new 24 hour bus service operating between UL, the city centre, and the University of Limerick. That's going to be happening. So that means that we will now have a 24 hour service at night where people mightn't need to be getting taxis after. Or if you are working in a 24 hour basis late at night, you will have a service
0: like so, that. So
1: for example, you can go to a gig at the milk market and go on afterwards or go to Dolan's for one of their gigs and, and make, you'll get be able way. to get a bus out at maybe out two in UL, the morning.
2: Uh, or to, Pass through into Castle Troy area and out to UL. And I think if something like that works, there's no reason why you couldn't I do it. I'd be doing nothing direction. but socialising. You no, know, it changes get, your get, life. It'll, know, it'll you know. change my life so and, radically. And the final thing I'd say is, you know, unserved areas previously not served with the bus, like Ennis Road, the Dock Road, will now will be able. You'll now able to after late night, you'll be able to get your bus into work. Joe, uh, <laughs> you <know>. um, University <laughs> of Limerick North campus and Ardna Crusher, which means they're opening up that side of the city. One thing that shows, won't mentioned public consultation. There was talk UL at the moment when. you get a bus in UL, the bus is leaving the campus at busy times, it's stuck in the same traffic that the cars are and you ask ask yourself the question, what's the point? They were trying to figure a way of how to get a bus quickly out and they were going to be using an area which was around an infinity garden to the rear of Milford Care Centre. It was going to be a link that would take you from the stables pretty much out. Public consultation one out in this regard. That's now been scrapped and they're going to try and look at new ways as to how you could get a bus out of UL fast in order to now, help that service.
1: Um, Labour Councillor Conor Sheehan, one of the most watched clips on Live95 social media over the last week has been Roger Beck, the retiring manager of Parkway Shopping Centre and he was very critical of decisions made around the city centre um, and his view that, you know, the driving of cars out of the city centre doesn't make sense, but one of the key points he made was do we have a frequent and reliable bus service? Will this create it? Um, well,
3: first of all, Joe, I would like to, you know, Roger is a constituent of or- of mine and I know him and I'd like to pay tribute to the fantastic work he's done in relation to the Parkway shopping centre but that is the problem we don't at the moment have a frequent and reliable bus service, our buses frequently spend more time choked in traffic and you, you know often they come two at a time and you're waiting ages for the well, next one. Can, can I give you a perfect so example? Right? The there's, a, there's,
1: there's a bus that runs very close to my front door and I, I can't I, I can't convince myself to take it in the morning because I'm afraid that this show will start at half ten instead of nine o'clock.
3: Yeah, and and that, and that that is a big issue at the moment, and particularly in relation to the 304 bus that takes, you know, literally can take well over an hour to get in from parts of Castle Troy and Raheem Doyle. So the intention here with, with this is that you have the... That you will have a frequent, reliable, um, and efficient integrated bus network um, that w- that that people will actually use. But I suppose the issue with that is as well is that some of that is conditional on bus priority measures being put in place, and some of those ha- have been flagged in the in the. The plan that was launched yesterday, but they need to happen because unless you give the bus priority, the bus isn't going to get you anywhere quicker than the car. And we need the bus to get people yeah. places and in, to,
1: in and out of town much quicker than
3: private cars in order for right. people to use
1: them. I mean, Deputy Brian Ledden, you know, this is it's to some degree, I presume you feel a chicken and egg situation that if we can get all this working properly and build significant public confidence in the bus network and other approaches then you might see a situation for example where uh, the people who will be working at 1BQ for Verizon never even contemplate bringing a car in.
0: Yeah absolutely that's where we need to get to. Uh, We certainly have a long way to go. I do think this is Uh, it's a good step in the right direction and as I said earlier, we're seeing the rollout of routes under the Dublin Bus Connect and the the feedback is incredible and there was huge uh, concern actually at the time Uh, I'm in Dublin at the moment and I speak with colleagues and they were very, very stressed about what Bus Connect was going to do and now that it's actually happening, they're seeing that it is really improving their lives, It's, it's helping them get around uh, the capital city quicker, and I think like Limerick is an easier nut to crack than Dublin. As of course, we're going to have challenges. Uh, O'Connell Street, you've mentioned, but the, uh, the what's on offer here is a uh, creating a city where um, really a, most people have a reliable bus service near them. They walk out their front door, and within 400 metres. Uh, there's a frequent and reliable service that they can use and they can leave the car in the driveway for the most part. So I think that's a very attractive proposition. Uh, I I don't think it does everything. Um, I think there are gaps. Uh, And and then
1: there is a question as well, Deputy Mm -hmm. Ledden, about safety and security on buses that are running 24 hours a day. You know, unfortunately, as we saw in Dublin recently, can't be guaranteed.
0: Yeah, you have to manage all of those, uh, challenges, of course. But, uh, you, you don't, uh, you, because you have incidents like these, you don't get rid of your public transport system. You know, it's, it's to make a city work. You have to remember public transport is better. If it's done right, it's better at getting more people in and around the city, uh, more quickly. You know, that's, that's what is on offer here. So if you want to thrive in city centre, uh, and a fast growing and prosperous Limerick, uh, then you need an efficient public transport system. And that's what the NTA are trying to do here. Uh, and I think they've done, you know, they have listened to people. They, I'm, I think there were thousands of uh, responses to the consultation. So they have listened. They, and if you look carefully at the map, you can see that they're trying to serve as many areas as possible. Um, I, I think there are situations where uh, people will look at this and they'll say, well, I'm not going to be getting... Uh, a good bus service here and and I think it's important to acknowledge that. and some people will still be uh, reliant on their cars Um, but the vast majority of people in Limerick now are Mm. going to have a, a much better option than they ever
1: had before and the the statistics according to the NTA is that 41% of residents will live within 400 metres of a bus a bus stop or an ability to get um, a a bus Uh, very briefly um, um, as we've heard the, the legislation is almost there Brian Ledden so I presume you will be standing for directly elected Mayor of Limerick
0: I think you asked me this a few weeks
1: ago. Well, <laughs> now, the legislation's there now, Brian. You can, you can tell us now. You can tell us now. Yeah.
0: Um, well, uh, as I said a few weeks ago, the, the Green Party is going to uh, make a, a, a very serious effort in this election. It's really important as we've campaigned for it for decades. Uh, we're very happy. that no, We know all that. Will you put your hand up for it, though? Um, well, there there has to be a process, uh, but uh, I, you know, I, I I think we will put our best foot forward. And if, that's you. Uh, Is that what
1: you're telling if, me, Brian?
0: <laughs> if, if, if the party decides uh, that. Um, you know th- th- that we have a, a good shot at winning it, and I, I think we do because a lot of the things that the Green Party right. talk about are very relevant.
1: Well, we'll get to all uh, that during the good debate good. If, if, if we know you're in it. Okay, okay. So yeah. you're not—you're you're kind of half telling us you are, but not really. Um, and Conor Sheehan, you're a young, ambitious guy in politics. I presume you'll be standing, will you?
3: Well, Joe, all I'd say is that the Labour Party be putting forward a candidate. Great candidate, top be? Is but, it going to be you, though Are you putting your hand up? TV. <clears 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 <throat> Well, I suppose I got into politics because I wanted to serve Limerick to the to the best of my ability. So uh, there has to be obviously a discussion with my own party. But look, I, I think that the Labour Party certainly has a lot to offer in terms of that constructive, you know, yeah, I know social I know democratic. I'm asking you, left message, are you, are you so. going to
1: put your hand up for it?
3: Well, to be honest with you, J- Joe, um, it's not something at this point that I've given very much consideration to, but we will be running a candidate um, and we will be okay. campaigning very hard. All to right, will go. to, we don't
1: win. worry, there'll be loads of opportunity after Christmas to talk about the campaigning and what each candidate is proposing, but also the role itself and what actual powers it's going to have because people will have to focus on that uh, when they try to figure out who they're going to vote for. Well, listen, thank you both very much for uh, all of that uh, this morning and that is Deputy Brian Ledden of the Green Party and Labour Councillor Conor Sheehan and where can people go on the uh, website to find out more? Obviously live95.ie has details but uh, The Live95
2: the... website, and it's, the, it's Bus Connects um, but the Live95 story we put up last night has that link to that website, I just don't have it to have.
1: Okay, no, that's fine. Alright, perfect thank you very much live is Nigel, Doug Dale as well. The latest bus connects what they're describing as the final plan for Limerick. Your views,
0: your news, your Limerick today with Joe Nutch on Live 95.